I met Anna in the third grade. It was 1985. I had just moved to a new town with my family, and uh, she was born and raised there. We lived one street from each other, uh, rode the same bus. We started dating, dating in seventh grade. I think we called it going out. And um, by eighth grade, we were pretty much best friends. By ninth grade, I came out to her. She basically shrugged her shoulders and said, yeah, I know. Uh, it was <laughs> the easiest coming out I've ever had to do. Uh, you know, as years went on, we were the prom king and queen. We, were, uh, we lived together our first year of college. And uh, eventually, uh, we started making our own paths. And, and uh, she moved to Boston. I moved up here to Anchorage. And um, so basically, we, after what, 31 years of friendship, we talk on the phone probably five, maybe 10 times a week. That's about, that's about our average. <laughs> Um, essentially, that's, yeah, we, that's how we keep the friendship alive. Um, so about seven years ago, she tells me that she has a crush on this guy. And I get really excited because she doesn't have crushes very often. You know, for most of the 38 years of our lives, we were pretty much single or dated here and there. But um, she tells me about him. His name is Alexi. He uh, used to be an Italian soccer player. He and his wife and kids live in Boston now, and they work together. And um, apparently, he's really hot. So I, uh, I actually meet him. You know, I go back to Boston uh, quite a bit to visit. And I meet him. He's engaging. He's funny. He's nice. He is very good looking. I found out he was also an underwear model. So now I want to marry him. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, you know, he's just the kind of guy that, that you just, I don't know, you love whether you like him or not. And so maybe about two years ago then, well, they actually, Alexi and Anna and then a couple of other friends, they, they create this uh, pretty close group of friends. And um, about two years ago, Anna tells me that um, Alexi is going to get a divorce. And um, he's been really leaning on his friend group for help during this time. And, and um, he has asked Anna if he can stay at her place for a little while while he's going through this divorce. And if you know Anna, she's a classy lady. She um, is a shoulder to cry on. She um, helps him throughout this process. I am not a classy lady. I, I would figure out basically how to um, do the bend and snap while we were watching soccer. <laughs> or I would ac accidentally give him a washcloth instead of a real tower, towel when it's shower time. Um, did I mention he's an underwear model? So. I get excited, I'm like, well, that's kind of cool, and she's just like, no, it, it, it is what it is, you know? She still has a crush on him, whatever. Uh, so then, maybe a couple weeks later, she tells me, we slept together. I just want to know how good of a kisser he is and what the muscles on his back feel like. <laughs> but she does not kiss and tell like I would, so. I get very little detail, but I'm excited for her. And then I would say maybe a couple weeks later, she's late. 
she's pregnant. I, I don't know what to do. I, I mean, uh, are you going to tell Alexi? I don't know. Are you going to keep the baby? I don't know. Do you, do you want me to move to Boston and help you raise this child? I don't know. Do you want to move to Alaska? No. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm in a whirlwind. I am excited for her. I'm anxious. I'm nervous. I mean, this is my best friend, and uh, I want to raise supermodel Italian babies with her. <laughs> so, so another couple weeks go by, and so she tells me not much, any, not much again. Um, I keep asking her all these questions like, how far along are you? Have you gone to the doctor? Um, does Alexi know? Like, tell me more. And, and she's just very ho-hum. And she basically says, um, well, I ask her again, what are you going to do? And she says, uh, nothing. Um, what? Uh, nothing. I'm like, what do you mean nothing? What, what do you mean? Uh, you're, I'm not, she says, I'm not going to do anything. I was like, I don't, what? I'm, I'm stunned, I'm confused, I don't understand. What are you talking about? But I can feel her fist clenching on the other end of the line and she's getting ready to raise it and pump it in the air as she tells me, April fools. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but I was not then. I still wanted to know what back muscles felt like. Uh, I was stunned. I had no idea what she was talking about. And she basically said, I am finally getting you back for that April Fool's joke you played on me so many years ago. <laughs> so now I'm confused and I have no memory. Because <laughs> I don't know what I did. And she is so happy with herself that she finally got me back. And I am so upset that she did not sleep with Alexi. <laughs> and... She basically, I, I, I don't know, what did I tell you? What did I do? What was the April, Ju April Fool's joke that I told you? And so she says, remember when we lived in Seattle and you called me up one night and she's like, I was asleep. I was in my pajamas. And you said, I need to meet you out. I really have to tell you something. Like, it's important. So let's go grab a beer. We go grab a beer and... I take her on this 15-minute journey of, oh, I'm embarrassed to even say this because I was so young and dumb. <laughs> I told her I was HIV positive. I had just had a test that day, and I thought that would be funny. I thought, I don't, I don't know what it was. And um, I basically took her through 15 minutes of agony, and she asked me what I was going to do, and I said... Nothing. I said, April fools. <laughs> so my 15 minutes and her 15 years, she finally got me back. <laughs> and so basically the only thing I know to this day is if you're not a classy lady, don't mess with a classy lady.